Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast with Linton Berkson, where you will shatter your limits. I am not much into the self-help industry as much as I'm into the self-realized individual, which is you. What matters most to you, how you get there, and the obstacles that may be in your way. If you would like to be part of this podcast and part of that discussion, I welcome you here with an open heart, open mind, and open arms. So, without further ado... Let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast, Shatter Your Limits. I am Linton Bergson, and this is episode six. What are your habits really costing you? If you were to view your habits from the perspective of an investment, rate of return, what are your habits giving back to you and what are they costing you to keep them? Because certain habits have an expiration date. We need to pay close attention to that expiration date, specifically to those habits that are not serving us anymore. When you go to the grocery store and you're shopping for perishable goods, one of the things you pay close attention to is, am I going to buy something and keep it when the expiration date is three or four days from now? You would not invest your money, effort, energy, or time in buying something that's not going to be useful to you in three or four days. If you took that same attitude toward your habits, imagine how much money, effort, energy, and time you would save if you became aware of what's not serving you anymore. And that's how you have to view it. I am sure that you are aware that some of your habits reached the expiration date a long time ago. And keeping them is unhealthy, just like food at the grocery store. There's an investment here in bad habits, as there are in good habits. And today we're going to look at four different areas. How much really are your bad habits, because those are the ones that are costing you time, effort, energy, and money, really affecting your life? And how do you begin to take an inventory of that? And so we'll break that down one step at a time with each one of those that I've mentioned. Let's start out with looking at time. People always say, well, I don't have enough time. And I understand that because there's only 24 hours in the day. We can't make more time. It's a fixed thing. So we have to use the time that we have. And the one way that you can really begin to find out how you're using your time and if you're putting it to good or bad use is to begin to keep an inventory of your time which in all the work I've done over the years is quite scary for some people because I hand out a timesheet. And the timesheet starts out around 7 a.m. in the morning and goes to 10 at night. And I hand it out, and it could be I'm coaching someone personally or it's in an organization or it's a CEO. The interesting thing about the timesheet is when I hand it out, I get this response most of the time. You would like me to complete that so you can see how I spend my time. Yes, and complete it every day. For a week, two weeks, three weeks, and then give it back to me. We'll take a look at it and we'll see actually how for the last three weeks you spent your time from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. The reason I ask people for three weeks is because you really want to look at the patterns of behavior that you are establishing over the minimum of a three-week period because to change a habit, you have to change a pattern of behavior. Most of the times, people agree to do that. 
I come back two or three weeks later and I ask them for the timesheet. Guess what the response is? I didn't have time to complete it. There are two types of people. People who make excuses for doing something and people who give a reason. That is an excuse. I'll do a whole different podcast on excuses and reasons. Because if you really wanted to do something with your time productively and it really mattered to you, you would begin to look at how you're spending it because it is a currency. One of the important things to remember about time, unlike money, once you've spent it, you cannot make it back. We track the currency, the money that we have, how we're spending it. Because it's a value, we don't want to waste it, so we track our finances. Time is the same. You've got to track what you do with it so you can make adjustments along the way. And in episode one, what matters most to you, you are looking at everything in every area of your life, what matters most. And there's only so much time, so you've got to prioritize certain things and change certain habits to make that happen. So you're going to prioritize what matters most to you. And it's not that you are going to necessarily give up certain things. You might just change the order of how you do them and how you prioritize them. And you're going to look at what habits you have that you want to change as you begin to look at how you spend your time. And you can create a very simple timesheet on Excel and track your time and begin to realize that it is a currency that you're going to use effectively from here on in. And like anything in life, if you don't track it and you don't measure it, you can't change it and you don't know if it's been effective. Because spending time doing something is using up your energy. Time and energy go together. They're not something that can be separated. So when you look at tracking your time, you're also tracking your energy. How you spend that time and energy is going to directly correlate to how healthy you are. And we look at good eating habits and working out regularly as good ways to maintain our health, which they are, that's very important. And working out especially helps to relieve stress. But what we don't take into consideration sometimes is what is causing the stress in the first place. And that simply can be the people and associations that we choose to keep. Because if you are in the habit of spending time with people who stress you out and you're putting a lot of energy into working with or helping or trying to be involved with people, for example, that you know you have a habit of being involved with that really doesn't pay much dividends in your life, now you're getting stressed and your energy is being affected by it. So you want to monitor that a little bit. How much time... And how much of your energy are you prepared to put in situations and circumstances that are not paying the dividend for you that you'd like to see? You need to break that habit, get away from those people and ask yourself, why do I do that? And begin to put in motion some different behaviors to change that habit of being around people that don't serve you. And that is a habit. People don't always look at it that way. It's a pattern of behavior that needs to be changed. And that's what habits are. They're patterns of behavior that we do over and over again. And it's not always something that we can say, okay, I do this all the time. It can be subtle, such as the friends we choose, the people we date, 
the things that we say. Our communication skills are one of the most important areas that we can look at in order to save us time and energy. I'm sure you've heard people say to you, or you've said it to other people, that certain friends or co-workers have a habit of not listening or a habit of cutting you off when you are speaking to them. And it can create all kinds of problems. Do you have any idea how many corporations and people I've sat with and had discussions with that a simple miscommunication was the reason for the stress, the reason for the anger, the reason for people using up time and energy and resources that they didn't have to, simply because they didn't get into the habit of listening very carefully, asking open-ended questions to clarify before an action was taken. So we have to get into the habit of listening more. So habits are very subtle as well as overt. And if you practice on that listening skill and making sure things are clear as much as you can, there'll be a lot less stress in your life. You're going to measure twice and cut once, as they say, to try and make sure that your communication with people and theirs with you is as clear as possible and get into that habit. Let's talk a little bit about effort. That's tied into all of this time, effort, energy. They're all tied together. You can't separate them out because if you're making mistakes in your life, you're not listening, for example, or you're not clear about your goals or you're not clear about where you want to go, that's a waste of time. So again, you have to be very clear about where you want to go because you don't want to waste time, energy, and effort going down a road or a pathway that is completely off course. And I've seen people do that because they've got into a habit of just acting without thinking. And that's a habit because what we think and the way we act are tied. And most of it is just habitual. You may ask someone, why did you do that? And they may respond, I'm just in the habit of doing that. Well, didn't you check that that's exactly where you wanted to end up? I didn't look at it that deeply. Well, that's a habit too. Because everything that we are and everything that we think are habits. They are ingrained behavior in us. So we have to change the way we think in order to have new habits. So if you don't think that deeply, you don't think about the consequences or if you got off track, is this the right way? Then you're going to continually do that. And the amount of time, energy and effort it's going to take to course correct can be avoided if you get in the habit of writing things down, planning them out a little differently, looking at your timesheet now and then. It's not something you have to live by 24-7, but you want to keep a reference point of how am I spending my time? Where are my goals? What are my goals? Am I moving in the direction now that I wanted three or four months ago? Do I need to make some adjustments and get in the habit of doing that, of having that type of behavior that will save you a lot of effort down the road. There's a difference between energy and effort that people don't always realize that is subtle. I can be around someone, and I am sure you've experienced this yourself, and I'm not putting any effort out, I'm just sitting there, and I'll walk away completely drained of energy just by being in a situation or circumstance. And you walk away, and I'm sure you can relate, and you think to yourself, well, that just drained my energy. You didn't put out any effort. You weren't lifting boxes. I am talking about effort 
being a physical change that you have to make. Within your being, you have to walk in a different direction. You have to move in a different direction physically. Energy, not necessarily always moving, can just be affected by environment. So you don't want to get involved in habits that are going to create an enormous amount of effort, physical energy, to shift and change and move things to go in the direction that you could have gone in the first place. So we want to be getting into the habit of writing things down, thinking them through, thinking that perhaps there is a consequence to what we do, and changing reactionary habits to get us into a lot of trouble so that we're not putting additional effort out that we don't have to. Life is not perfect. There is enough to do without creating more work. And then we get into this subject of how much money are my habits really costing me? Here is the interesting point about that. Again, getting back to organizations and people and situations that I've dealt with over the years working with people. If the other three are in place, if you're thinking about how you're spending the time, the energy that you're putting into it, the communication that you have used to come to certain conclusions and how well have you listened and ask the right questions so you can maximize your effort effectively. Because now you have developed that as a habit, so it should be a pretty effective skill. That's what happens when you develop a habit. It becomes an effective skill. The thought and the effort that it's taking to make this happen before you put the money into it and the resources that you have, you will save a lot more money and have it in your pocket than wasting time trying to course correct because you didn't look at the time it would take to get something done realistically. You didn't have a time frame. You didn't write it down and you didn't think it through. And so now you're going to pay the price in your pocketbook. So habits can be very costly if you don't establish good ones very early on in any project before you start it. It's okay to go, well, you know, we made all these mistakes. The bottom line is, in households, in companies, and with us as individuals, is we only get the wake-up call when we have to pay the bill. And then you have the answer to, what are your habits really costing you? Oh my goodness, look how much money this has all cost me by not creating the right habits in looking at my time, writing things down, thinking things through. And I'm sure you've heard this and you said it to yourself. If only I had thought this through, if only I had given this a little bit more time, if only I had done a little bit more due diligence, I could have saved a lot of time, money, effort and energy. I won't do that again. Well, you'll see, because you will, if you don't change your habits and make a concerted effort to begin to look at things from the perspective of, I've learned my lesson, I'm not going down that road again, and I'm going to change my habits, and I'm going to be very aware of how I am spending my time, using my energy, 
putting out my effort so when the bill comes and it's time to pay, you can say to yourself, that was well worth the money and I got a very good return on my investment. And now you have a system and processes in place that you can use again and again, which is what habits are, to give you the results that you would like to have consistently in your life. I sincerely appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Any additional information on me, Linton Bergson, and my five-star reviewed book, Purposeful Vision, is available at selfrealize.com, which is all one word. You can also leave any comments or suggestions on the website. I look forward to connecting with you very soon and take good care of yourself.